0: Hey everyone, this is the Voices in Japan podcast. Each week, your hosts, Burke and Ben, talk about a certain topic or theme based around Japan to give you an insight on what it's really like to live in this beautiful country. We also sometimes have special guests that will join us to share their thoughts and opinions too. On this week's show, Burke and I talk about the Japanese Emperor and his family. We talk about the Emperor Naruhito's enthronement, which was on October 22, 2019, and some issues that the royal family have encountered. For example, the younger brother of the Emperor, Prince Akashino's eldest daughter, Princess Mako, has postponed her wedding for two years and is set to marry in 2020. This was because there were some family issues with Mako's fiance. Apparently, his mother is involved in a dispute over money, including her son's educational expenses, which her former fiance shouldered. So, Prince Akishino postponed the wedding until those issues were resolved, and he wants his daughter to update the public on what's happening now. So, we get into that a little bit in this week's show and many, many other things. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now, let's jump into your weekly dose of Voices in Japan. Enjoy the show. 1, 2, 3... been in the news recently the marathon is coming to Sapporo the IOC just out of the blue said that Sapporo is going to host the marathon which has come to a bit of a shock for a lot of people including the governor of Tokyo um, the governor of Sapporo because none of them were informed of the decision before the decision was made And it's happening. And there's nothing that anyone can do about it. And there's a lot of unhappy people about it too. Myself included. Because when is it going to happen? It's going to happen around August. August time. And that time is when the beer garden is on. Which is my favorite time of the year. What about yours, Burke? You like beer garden as well, don't you?
1: Uh, It's definitely up there. I don't know about my most... My most favorite, but uh, it's contender for most favorite, yeah. And because of that,
0: it might get postponed, or they might just not have it this year.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know why they couldn't just, uh, because like you said, the marathon will be at some point in August, beer gardens usually uh, middle of July till the middle of August. I don't know why they couldn't just like shift the beer garden in all the way into July for the month of July, but maybe it has to do with other activities in Odori Park. Or it has to do with the uh, the companies themselves that host contracts, maybe. Yeah, and everything.
0: Why can't they just have it at the same time? Like have the marathon going on and the beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's what some people are saying. It's like the
1: perfect way to finish. Like <laughs> and celebrate at the end. But uh, but why why is this making so many people upset?
0: It's making people upset because the marathon is usually the the main the last event and yeah. the last event of the Olympics. And so the athletes also want to finish in Tokyo because they run into Tokyo Stadium in front of a huge crowd and they want to be involved in that whole ceremony. And they want to be among the athletes, the other athletes too, because Sapporo, there's not going to be that many athletes here. So it's not going to really feel like an Olympic event.
1: Well, what is the reason that they're saying they need to move it?
0: Right. The reason is is because there was a, a a marathon recently in Doha, where the temperatures were ridiculous, the humidity, and some athletes did they die? Were there some athletes that died?
1: I don't know if anyone had died, but they had a very large number of people that were hospitalized because of the because of heat stroke. And apparently, you know, a lot of people have been focusing on the heat being an issue. Saying that the heat is, uh, you know, going to be hotter in Tokyo at the time of the Olympics, and sport is only like a few degrees, uh, you know, cooler than Tokyo, so it doesn't really make sense. But it's apparently not so much. I mean, the heat is obviously a huge factor, but the humidity is something they're even more worried about, uh, and the humidity is still very high in Tokyo, no matter what time of day it is. Yeah, as they were saying, even if you start it earlier. I I still
0: don't think... I mean, it is going to be scorching hot and humidity is going to be crazy, but it's not going to be like Doha. Oh, in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, being a a marathon runner, they're probably going to be prepared for that. They're going to be trained for that. They're going to be up for that. So I think he'll be fine.
1: Well, it was interesting because they did ask some of the... uh, I think they even asked the uh, Japanese male uh, Olympic uh, marathon runner. And he said you know, to get his opinion on it, he said, we as athletes, because everyone's saying they're doing it for the safety of the athletes. And and he's saying, no, as athletes, we are training for whatever the situation is going to be. So whether it's in Tokyo or whether it's in sport, he wasn't necessarily saying it should still be kept in Tokyo. I think he was just saying he was going to uh, be prepared for whatever the conditions are. But yeah, the athletes, that's what they're training for. The training for those conditions, yeah. So, for even the,
0: the athletes weren't consulted, it seems like, yeah. Maybe un- until after the fact, then they asked them,
1: Are you gonna go watch? Uh,
0: unless they have beer garden on at the same time, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so today we are gonna be talking about the the royal family in Japan. So, we just had uh, the enthronement day of the new. The new, uh, the new what?
1: Emperor. <laughs> the new emperor. The new, emperor. A the while new ago. emperor, yeah. I think the time this was released, it'll be a little while ago. Yeah,
0: but it was uh, October 22nd was the official enthronement ceremony day. And that was a national holiday here. Um, what was really interesting, I thought, was I think it was the first time that an emperor drove with an open, open roof car down a, down a, some some boulevard with a with a load
1: of people <laughs> <laughs> as they do yeah, as they, yeah and that car is apparently now on display somewhere but yeah kind of so like uh f-
0: you know john kennedy style-esque yes <laughs> yeah, it's
1: probably not the yeah that, that's not,
0: <laughs> when i saw that i was like, oh this doesn't look too safe <laughs>
1: yeah but japan i don't know if they're gonna have as much risk as uh somebody uh using a weapon uh gun to go after True. assassination but True. but anyways yeah so that was the first time for the Emperor to be uh, uh, escorted, I guess, in a in a convertible. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So we have a new emperor officially enthroned on that day. So yeah, we Akehito. thought it'd be a a good time to to talk about the royal family. Yeah, Naru Naruhito and his uh, his wife Masako.
1: Yeah, yeah. So his the new emperor is. Naruhito.
0: Naruhito. Yeah. And his
1: wife is Masako. Yeah. And, and he uh is
0: Naruhito is how old is he? He's like he's like 59 around 59 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh so I guess what relatively young ish.
1: Well, especially since uh yeah, usually uh next uh emperor does not take the throne until the previous emperor has passed away. But again, I guess his father was uh they changed the law in fact to allow his father to be able to abdicate the throne. Uh he was saying that he wasn't being able to keep up with his duties as well as he thought he should.
0: Yeah, first time in two hundred about two hundred odd years. Right. Okay. For the first to abdicate. Yeah. Well how, how old was he? He was like in his
1: nineties, maybe? Eighties. I think he's in his eighties maybe. Not quite his nineties.
0: Yeah, I guess it's it's you know, it's a tough job. They got a... They got to travel a lot. They have to meet a lot of people. Um, actually, I have um, what the duties of a uh, Japanese emperor. Usually they sign about 1,000 documents a year. Um, they're, they're not involved politically wise, they're not allowed to have any political input into the government, but they open sessions of parliament. They award honours. Uh, they go to a lot of ceremonies performances receptions and they they travel quite a bit around Japan, especially if there's like natural disasters and Japan is a lot of natural disasters so every time there's quite a big one usually the the emperor and his wife have to go to the town and meet the meet the people and you know,
1: show their condolences and stuff like that. Much different than back in the day when they had a lot more even political responsibilities. I think everybody remembers uh, the emperor at the time of World War II kind of surrendering. Uh, you know, it was his uh, duty to surrender. And, you know, people talk about the uh, the broadcast of uh, hearing him say that and the effect that it had on people psychologically and everything. But, uh, But yeah. So it wasn't uh, until days. after
0: the war that it changed. The Americans changed the law. Yeah. And right. so
1: now, but they're saying, like, uh, the crazy thing is that I was reading is the Japanese royal family is apparently the oldest royal family uh, in history. Yes. Yeah.
0: That? Yeah. Apparently beginning in 660 BC.
1: Yeah. They say that the first uh, however many generations, however many generations, it's a little bit. Uh, because uh, they say that uh the first uh, descendant of the ro- royal family came from deities right? right from a yeah from a god right? yeah. <laughs> yeah so but they say like the first however many generations a little bit sketchy about you know whether or not these people really existed or not
0: there's not much evidence
1: yeah and I think the first evidence is maybe around like the f- I can't remember but it was, I think it might have been AD or something when mm. they actually have record of these people actually existing.
0: But even still from then it's still one of the longest uh monarchies in uh in in the world.
1: Yeah, and uh you know and up until the uh World War II like whatever they said was basically taken as word of god, you know. So people obviously had to To listen to it, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, so at that time, they had full control and full power over the country.
1: I think so. I mean, I'm not a history buff. I'd have to go back and look at it. But yeah, I think they were making all the decisions. So. Mm.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, duties, whatever things they do. Oh no, that's pretty much. <laughs> that's yeah. Pretty much all their so duties. now they're basically more of a figurehead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they just have to welcome a lot of uh, powerful people that visit the country. Like you know, if presidents come, they have to re- hold receptions for them, signing documents, and basically, yeah, they're uh, they're just a symbol of uh, the country, kind of like the British royal family in in England too, in the UK.
1: How uh, they're a symbol. They don't really have political power. Um, Are the is the royal family in England is a kind of like the royal family here where they're very much controlled by an agency like you know in Japan there's this uh, imperial household agency that kind of decides everything uh, for the royal family like their scheduling I think even their al- allowance oh. uh, media access to the royal family so they're very much controlled and protected by the Imperial household, yeah, yeah, I
0: guess there. so. Well, I mean, there's something called the the sovereign grant, which is like how much money's given to the the royal family. Okay. In the UK, and I'm sure they have advisors, I guess, but I'm not sure if there's like a, you know, like a an organization that controls them. I'm I'm sure they have final say in in the matters, but it's but so what you're saying is that they don't really have a say in what they can and can't do.
1: Uh, well, to be honest, actually, I, I don't know if uh, anybody knows how much of a say they really do or do not have, but uh, you know, the grand steward of this uh, imperial household agency like, really dictates, for one, like how much access the media has uh, to the royal family. And so as a result of that, some of these uh, scandals and things that may uh, take place within the royal family A lot of people don't know too much about it because the media just simply doesn't have access.
0: There have been quite a lot of problems that the royal family has encountered in recent years. Um, One of them, should we start with the main one? Sure. Um, The main one is the the next heir to the throne. So the next heir to the throne is actually going to, well, I guess the next heir is uh, the brother, Um, Akishino is uh, Naruhito's brother. He's 52. But after him, it's going to be his son because the emperor now doesn't have a son. He has a daughter. And in Japanese law, a female is not allowed to become empress of
1: Japan. Yeah, have you ever talked to people about this? No, not really. What their opinion is? I've asked a few people about uh, what they think. And to be honest, I have yet to meet somebody who says uh that it should only be men, everyone's basically like I don't care, I don't care you
0: know? yeah well i I've found somewhere that uh yeah eighty eighty percent of the countries support a female emperor, and um the current emperor has a eighty three percent approval rating, which is higher than his uh, his father's, so oh, wow. he's very very popular okay, but yeah, like you said, like a lot of people do want this female emperor i mean is there i mean what is the reason for not? for not having it because i heard or i read somewhere that it was the americans that put this law in after world war Two. oh really yeah because they didn't want the um the royal family to expand too much was mm. their point because before um they introduced they introduced that law that if a princess marries a commoner they lose their royal status. Right. So that was the law introduced by Americans. So the royal family couldn't expand so much. Really? I was not aware of this. Yeah, but now it's kind of backfired because a lot of the princesses are marrying commoners and are losing their royal statuses. Like, um, for example, who... I think there's been two. There's been two so far. Princess Ayako and Princess Noriko. So basically, when they marry a commoner, I mean, a commoner can be anyone that's not of royal standard, right? In the royal family. It could be like rich. I mean, commoner sounds like a quite a derogatory word. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it just, yeah, it just means you're not of royal descent. Like, uh, same same. for example, in, in England, Prince William married a commoner, Kate Middleton, his wife, she's a commoner. Um, Prince Harry, he married an actress, Meghan Markle, she's a commoner too. But they don't lose their royal statuses. And even if princesses in England, they marry a common, they don't lose their royal status. But in Japan, the women do. But what does happen, when they do give up their royal status, they actually get a quite a big payout. They get... um, uh, Ayako got $1.3 million. Just uh, as summer, a payout. As a payout, yeah. And that's supposed to, you know... I mean, that's, that's going to last
1: uh, her whole life. It should, shouldn't it? $1.3 million? $1.3 million. I don't know. I think she's probably used to a little bit more. Of <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, I guess. So. better The style. amount they yeah. spend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's probably going to upset some people because that's taxpayer money, money obviously, right? Mm. In fact, yes. what I heard when I was talking to some people about this, uh, a lot of them said, like, yeah, they don't care if it's uh, going to be a female uh, successor to the crown, but they did say, for example, this... Um, uh, celebration that recently happened uh, for the new emperor. They said, you know, it was obviously a huge event, and that was all taxpayer money. So they were even more upset about that. <laughs> but, anyways, going back, so there was uh, she received a 1.3 million dollar payout. Yeah, so
0: that it was the the last sister to lose her royal status because she married a commoner. Uh, but there's another one that's set to marry. Princess Mako was mm-hmm. set to marry. Uh, a, a non-royal in 2020 next year. Um, I remember you saying back something happened with that. Well,
1: yeah, uh, he uh, was a paralegal or uh, was a paralegal at a law firm <clears throat> in Japan. And uh, there was some, and I think some scandal came out about his mother. Uh, she was a widow and she had borrowed some money from an ex-boyfriend and never paid it back. And even those had nothing to do with their son. People to try to say, bring this up as like some sort of scandal that uh, she kind of question his uh, worthiness to be a part of the royal family. And then, uh, for some uh, reason, now he has uh, been uh, accepted and plans to attend law school in the U.S. Uh, for three years. And so people are kind of saying, was this coincidental that all of a sudden he's going to be uh, disappearing for a little while? Uh, because they did actually postpone uh, the timing of their uh, wedding, apparently. And now all of a sudden he has these plans to go to the U.S. to be in law school. So it's not clear when I think uh, the actual marriage is going to take place now. And Many people are saying it's because uh, the royal family, in the end, did not approve of her marrying this guy, Komuro, I think was his mm. name.
0: So these these princesses... They are what cousins or some yeah. kind of re- they're not direct they're not, relatives. Yeah, yeah. So there's a uh, there's I think there's eighteen eighteen royal family members in total at the moment eighteen or nineteen, and but uh, there's only three that are direct in line for the throne, and that's the brother, Akishino, um his son, his his Sahito. Who is about thirteen years old at the moment, and then uh, a prince Hitachi, who's an uncle, and he's eighty-two years
1: old. What do you think? Do you think uh, it should be fine to have a uh, female person? Yeah, why not? A female as the emperor? Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: I mean they had that. They had this debate um, just, um, I guess, before the. Akishino had his son before he was born, Hisahito. So before he was born, um, he was going to be next in line, the brother. And then the only child that was there was uh, the emperor's daughter, Princess Aiko, who is about 18 now. So during that time, there was uh, they were having a debate. They were going to change the law to bring change so that they could have a female empress. But soon as he was born, uh, Hisahito, that's it discussion stops cuz he's going to be next in line now and uh, yeah i don't know some some people are arguing when the next emperor who who should it be i mean there's a long way to go i guess but i guess they should, you know people start to talk about it now
1: well apparently they were even putting so much pressure onto uh naruhito's wife masako uh, i think you know maybe it was 10 12 years ago that she should have a son as quickly as possible to try to resolve this whole successor issue and as a result of that she even kind of uh had some health issues they were saying have you heard about that too? yeah
0: mental illness yeah yeah but because of uh all the stress she developed mental illness and then the doctors called it adjustment disorder right like so she, she was developed.
1: having difficulties adjusting to the role as a royal family member before she got married to naruhito
0: apparently she turned him down like four times he proposed to her like a, a bunch of times they met at some uh at a, a tea party that some spanish princess was holding back in 1986 and she uh she's quite a remarkable woman yeah um, very
1: successful and yeah all right
0: yeah she's fluent in english french and german Um, apparently she was one of only three women from 800 applicants to pass the Japan's foreign ministry entrance test. In 1987. Um, so she was set, well, she was a diplomat. She was going to be a successful diplomat. Her father was a diplomat. She went to Oxford, studied at Oxford, studied at Harvard. And yeah, she wasn't sure whether she was going to give that life up to be, you know, a princess Um, And that's why she turned him down four times. And then she finally did. Um, But, yeah, she had trouble adjusting to that life. And she developed mental illness. And then when she developed that about 15 years ago, she kind of disappeared from the public for like 7 to 10 years or so. And it's only been recently that she's starting to come back. And and now, you know, she kind of has to now that she's the empress.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of seeing... Uh, her on TV recently for, you know, this whole changeover, the buildup to it. And she did look like much, I mean, she looked really healthy. She seemed like she was uh, playing the role really well. And a lot of people are saying that she's kind of changed a bit. Uh, but hopefully that is the case and that this isn't going to kind of overwhelm her again. And, uh, you know, that she may start having some health issues again. But to be honest, uh, when I see her, I think she plays the part very well, and I think she's going to be very successful as an empress.
0: Mm, I I think as, as as well like the way she is, it's, it's like she's kind of representing like Japanese women as well. Like a lot of there's been some news articles that say, you know, the way she's the way she lives and her struggles that she had is kind of quite typical of a, a Japanese woman in Japan and how she's overcome it. And, yeah, she's, she's very popular among, in, in Japan, definitely.
1: As she should be. As she
0: should be. Do you know about the finances of the royal family? In Japan? Yeah. No, I'm
1: curious to hear about this, actually.
0: So the emperor can spend 150 million pounds of public money annually. Let's compare that to the the British royal family. They get a sovereign grant, or which is public money, of eighty million pounds. So the Japanese get almost double that. And how much did
1: you say he gets? One hundred and
0: fifty million.
1: Oh, one hundred and fifty million. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you said for some reason one hundred and fifteen. So yeah, that is yeah. that might be close to about two million dollars. Yeah.
0: Yeah, one five zero. Yeah. So it's like two hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's very oh. close. Today's so,
1: rate, it's one hundred ninety-three million.
0: Oh well, yeah, that's a. But that you know that includes like staff. So they have one thousand staff members, and forty-seven servants per royal. So per royal person, they have forty-seven, 47. servants, <laughs> wow. including. So including those uh, forty seven servants are four doctors on twenty-four hour standby. Uh, five men manage his wardrobe, Mr. Emperor alone, and in the Imperial Palace alone in Tokyo, there are 160 servants that maintain the palace in Tokyo. So this is not including, you know, this palace in Kyoto, they have palaces in other places. Um, also the imperial palaces, they have farms. So they have farms that they grow their own food, raise their own crops. And that, those farms cost about three million pounds a year to maintain. It's a lot of uh, so taxpayer money yeah. being used here, it sounds like. And because of that, the emperor and his family, this is just the emperor and his family alone, their water bill is uh, 50,000 pounds a year. But this was in two thousand three, so fifty thousand pounds a year a year for the water bill. Yeah, so thinking twenty nineteen could be around maybe double that now. Um, Yeah, and then but then there is other obviously royal families. So this is you know the other royal families. So for example, uh, a prince who is uh, not very famous and they don't have any duties or anything, they would receive. Uh, a salary of around three hundred thousand pounds a year Jeez. for doing nothing, basically <laughs> for just being royal. For
1: just being royal, <laughs> yeah. And again, that's all taxpayer money, so that's why A lot of people are upset about, but yeah.
0: But one, but one thing, one thing that was really interesting though is that there is, however, a limitation on travel expenses. So the emperor's entourage only has to pay a maximum. Of £110 pounds a night. Regardless. Oh, so
1: wherever they go.
0: Regardless of actual hotel costs. Oh, wow. So they could stay in like the nicest hotel and they would only have to pay £110 pounds a night.
1: I thought you were just saying there was limitations on how much they could actually use for traveling purposes. And then I was like, (laughs) man, that's be horrible because, A, not only do they have, like, all these duties as, like, a royal family member, but, B, they can't really travel anywhere, so they're just kind of (laughs) stuck. Do you know what I mean? But it's the opposite. Yeah. They only have to pay a maximum of 110 pounds. Yeah. No matter where they go.
0: Right. So there's a limitation on travel expenses. Well, I
1: wonder (laughs) if that means, like, the rest of it is subsidized, or...
0: Well, I think the the hotels um, they they're happy with it because they're getting the emperor, the royal family. <laughs> yeah, oh. so like you know, like in Sapporo, we have the Park Hotel. So every time the emperor comes, he usually stays at the Park Hotel. So he's paying yeah 110 pounds a night, which I think is probably about the price of that
1: hotel. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe for the for the standard room, but I think <laughs> yeah. for like the suites. Uh, it might be up in the thousands yeah. or something, but yeah. Actually, one one of my friends he
0: uh, he met the former emperor in uh, Nakajima Park.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, which just is like, where
0: the hotel is, Park Hotel.
1: Just like walking around.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my friend, uh, he he was walking his dog one morning, and then the emperor was in the park, like just admiring flowers with a with a group of his entourage. Not, not really like security there wasn't really security then it was quite early in the morning and then uh, yeah my friend just kind of had a short conversation how are you doing in in japanese and jeez crazy yeah yeah and that, that was it that was uh not not sure when it was probably like 10 years ago or something
1: like that if you uh you know, were approached or happened to meet uh, one of these uh not yet married uh daughters or or uh you know Empire, some of the princesses nie- nieces. Yeah, some of the nieces, the yeah. royal nieces or something. Uh and you know, enough happened that you were attracted and the relationship got started. Would you want to be a part of the royal family? In, in Japan. In Japan. Well, well, the thing is, because if
0: they mar- if I marry them, they don't become a princess anymore. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? So, if the law were to change, though, where you could be invited into the royal family, I would definitely do it. You would? <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Because like they
0: get three hundred and ten thousand pounds a year for doing nothing, <laughs> <laughs> but also I. L- It would be better if they kept the law because my wife, the princess, would get a $1.3 million payout. All
1: right. (laughs) Let's make this happen, people. Come on. Let's get the law changed and let's get Ben into the royal family.
0: And also, well, actually, you were saying earlier, Mako is kind of quite attractive, right? One of the prettier princesses. Yeah, the one
1: that's uh, still uh, single. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let me switch the question up a bit. How about, would you have liked to have been born into the royal family?
0: Yeah, as long as I'm not the oldest son. I'd like to be born as maybe the third son. <laughs> oh, really? like the, no responsibilities. Like
1: uh, Prince Harry's younger brother or something. Yeah. If, if, there, were, if there were a younger brother. So in, the, so in the Japanese royal family, yeah. I guess that wouldn't be too bad because then you would just have to show up to all the events, but you wouldn't have to actually have the restrictions on lifestyle. I don't know, though, man. They probably have a lot of restrictions. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't be too crazy or anything because... I mean,
0: Harry's pretty, he's done some pretty crazy stuff down in the past.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess if you're a part of the British, you <laughs> are okay. Yeah. But in Japan, I can I don't know if they'd be too forgiving.
0: Yeah, about you them. never hear much of Akishino, the brother, being in the news. But I have heard of him causing a bit of a stir between him and his brother. So oh. there's a little bit of a feud.
1: Oh, what happened with him?
0: Uh, well, for example, so the um the Enfrowman day so that whole event the royal family pay for it but he he came out and said that no sorry the royal family don't pay for it the government pays for it and yeah and you know the public and he came out and basically said that the royal family should pay for it but because he said that he's kind of overstepping his brother so his brother you know, if, anything, well, if anyone should say anything, it should be the the emperor should say that. So he's almost kind of jumping, pro, breaking protocol and in a backhanded way, offending his brother. So his brother wasn't happy about that. So that was one thing that he did. But um, and also he did that. He did another thing back in 1990 Um. He, uh, he proposed to his college sweetheart, this Akishino, but this was before his brother was married, and apparently in the royal family, the oldest should marry first, so he proposed, um, but he wasn't allowed to marry her, so he had to withdraw his proposal.
1: Man, let the guy enjoy his mojo, <laughs> man. He's uh, he's popular with the ladies, and all of a sudden, uh, sounds like we it might be. No, I'm not gonna say anything. Maybe but. it's just the, maybe it's just the media making a bunch of stuff out but of. But it's I funny think. you talk about that protocol. I had heard before that uh, one of the things that stressed out his wife is that during press conferences, sometimes he answers that she was giving uh when they were speaking. This was back in the day, not recently. You uh, talking about
0: Akishino's wife?
1: No, 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 uh, Naruhito's yeah. wife, Masako. Uh, yeah her answers, the time she amount of time she was speaking would be, like, a little bit longer than the amount of time that he was speaking. <laughs> and she got severely, like, scolded for doing that.
0: Like, that's, by the royal family. Yeah, that's
1: not what a royal family, like, spouse should be doing, you know, the wife should be doing. Oh, man, that's so strict. Though. So, I mean, if there was things like that, you know, and there's probably, like, millions of those rules that they've got to live by.
0: Well, this is probably the only way they can kind of you know be aggressive and attack if they want to in because they can't do in public so this is like their way of just needling you know Uh, being a little rebellious (laughs) yeah 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 maybe but yeah, it seems like it's, you know, tough, tough to be in the royal family, especially if you're the emperor or
1: empress. But still, you would like to, man. I, I really want to see this happen, man. We got to get Ben in the royal family.
0: Dude, if I became like a prince of Japan or something, <laughs> I would, I would just throw parties all the time, invite my friends to the palace. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, it would do dope. On it on the would front.
1: change, It would change Japan for everybody. <laughs> Any uh, anything else we got? about the royal family yeah yeah I'm trying um, to see let's have a look here
0: so we talked about finances uh the feud or in quote marks feud that the brothers have we talked about Masako
1: yeah not really successor problem
0: covered that Mm. duties
1: that's it <laughs> <laughs> That's how exciting, well, I mean, that was actually kind of what I read is that this imperial household agency like protects information about the royal family so much that it's actually difficult to get any dirt on them yeah they want, <laughs>
0: they want to keep them like as low key as possible, right, like they don't want them to be in the news and gossip all the time, which is actually quite refreshing because Naruhito is kind of a bit more outspoken before like he um he was outspoken about his wife's uh mental illness when when she became sick and she said he came out and said it was because of um the royal family putting too much pressure on her Yeah, he which kinda, is not a a thing to do apparently
1: yeah he kind of came he came to her rescue a little bit
0: yeah and I, it seems like he loves her and cares for her so much as you know as a husband and wife should, um, but he is really trying to look out for her and he will speak up for her, which is very kind of romantic, I guess, if you compare it to like Prince Charles and Diana in, in the British royal family, that was a disaster. Yeah. Well, but, you, but you've heard about the Prince Andrew scandal, right? uh There's what was that news about? recently i can't
1: remember uh was it a, an affair or something else i can't
0: remember no, uh, yeah yeah there was that that came oh up. you're talking um, about the uh, epstein, epstein connection yeah. yeah but the affair came up too okay. yeah and he just had an interview recently like last week um and it was a car crash
1: <laughs> yeah what, what he said some crazy stuff what did he say
0: he doesn't uh say that epstein was a bad guy basically Uh, yeah and he doesn't he said he doesn't regret being friends with epstein uh, which didn't go down very well yeah and he obviously he denied the affair but he uh he went against his advisors so yeah i think he got a bit of a dressing down from his brother charles and and the queen afterwards
1: so he's charles brother yeah he's charles have other brothers or is that the only brother think that's the only
0: one yeah. Okay. so it's always like the the younger one that's a bit rebellious and you know that's why that's that's the brother i'd want to be yeah exactly right <laughs>
1: yeah be in the better position have a little bit more freedom yeah. to do things uh yeah what What
0: about you would you uh would you want to be the emperor of japan <laughs>
1: would i want to be the emperor <laughs> yeah. i mean i'd give it i'd give it a go <laughs> I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I think I could, uh, do a decent job. Yeah. I mean, mean, there's not much to do. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I would not want to be in the royal family. I think, uh, it's kind of something that people, when they're younger, they think it'd be pretty awesome to be part of that royalty and uh, wield that power. But I think uh, at the end of the day, the people that really wield the power and politics and stuff are not necessarily the royals like it used to be way back in the day, but, uh, the uh, yeah, people actually behind the scene and i'd prefer to be somebody behind the scene controlling things uh, more than <laughs> so you uh, want power a <laughs> exactly <laughs> give not me a the puppet <laughs> give me the power not the puppet Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, so you wouldn't want to be in a royal
1: family i don't think so unless unless i could do the same thing that you were describing and be kind of the rebellious uh gene <laughs> addition to the royal family just kind of then you'd be in gates. all the tabloids
0: <laughs> <laughs> on a weekly basis.
1: People who would start to go to visit the uh, Imperial Palace as part of their sightseeing tour would see kind of like strobe lights coming out <laughs> in the night and stuff. This is know.
0: Burke's section. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's taking photos. There'll be like a Twitter feed about it.
1: Gates open, people come on in. Yeah.
0: But what about back in the day when the Emperor really had power? How about at that time? Would you want to be involved in when they actually. Had power over the country
1: man i don't know to be honest you know like uh well yeah i guess so i mean if you're actually making a lot of decisions but you know i kind of might prefer to be somebody more on the ground mm. part of the action front line yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you know infantry <laughs> yeah at least until you know i kind of got older and stuff yeah 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 you need to
0: have some kind of experience right like they call a what they call the, the President of the United States, the Commander in Chief. Yeah. Where they haven't actually had any battleground experience most of the
1: time. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. So they should really be well. called Commander, commander in, in Chief. <laughs> yeah, and kind of question their judgment ability, especially recently. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Anything else? Anything else, Burke? What else have we got to talk about the Royal Family?
1: I don't know, man. We've been Not recording months, really. for a little bit of a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe we should call it, call it a raps. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Yeah. All right. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope it wasn't too uh, too boring for you guys, talking about the royal family. But maybe you learned some things that you didn't know before. And I certainly did researching. So, yeah, I actually enjoyed recording this episode. How about you, Burke? Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I think it was great. I mean, this is, uh, I think it's uh, as we get older, And now that we have a new uh, emperor in place and everything, I think it's something that's going to become more and more interesting. And uh, just as always, I'm pretty uh, curious to see uh, whether or not the uh, role of women in the royal family will change because this is a big topic for Japan in general the role that women have in society and and how much uh, more involvement on their part to really actually help out uh, the country for a lot of reasons so actually that would be pretty huge if they did change that law and then there was an
0: empress right? like for, for women in Japan oh for sure like just like companies, maybe like more CEOs would be women uh, more career driven women will appear um, yeah could be a good thing for Japan, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think as the uh, as the younger generation gets older, I think it's probably something. To be honest, I think it's something that's not too far from the future. So.
0: And people want it. Eighty percent of people want it. So there you know, go. Do it. Listen to the people. Yep. All right. Take it easy, everyone. Catch you next time. All right. Thanks.